0: Welcome to the New Grad Physio podcast, hosted by Andy Barker, consultant sports physiotherapist, private practice owner, and the founder of the New Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job as the head of physiotherapy and rehab at the Leeds Rhinos, just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously been with the Leeds Rhinos for 10 seasons, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes within professional rugby, international football and professional dance, alongside running his own successful private practice. Andy built the New Grad Physio to help New Grad Physios, sports therapists and sport rehabilitators just like you accelerate their own learning and learn the skill sets you need to become a competent, confident and competitive New Grad Physio. As a new grad, there are specific challenges you will face during those first few years, and this podcast will deliver you actionable advice you can use to overcome these challenges and start your own successful new grad journey. Enjoy the show.
1: Hi, it's Andy back here, and welcome back to the New Grad Physio Podcast. So, if you are joining this podcast for the very first time, I've got you know a whole host of different episodes all about different you know content pieces and. Providing you as a as a new grad physio, sports therapist, or sports rehabilitator, help, advice, and support in what can be you know quite a difficult period in your sort of career when you're transitioning out of university and into the real world. And the idea behind putting together a podcast is that it complements all the other content and resources I put out there in relation to the neurograph physio. So if you've not seen you know a lot of my my content. Uh, the best place to sort of check out what's going on. So whether that is the other podcast episodes, whether that's my blogs, free resources. If you want to hear a bit more about my face-to-face courses or even the Graph Physio membership, you can get all this information at www.neuroGraphPhysio.com. The idea behind launching the, the podcast was just to get... Um, sort of resources and sort of content out to a to a much wider audience. So I actually love podcasts. I listen to almost exclusively podcasts with them sort of uh, driving and commuting and and uh, I can't remember the last time I actually had the had the radio on and I know they're a great way to be able to have that to absorb content when you're doing something like driving when you're walking about. So when you're here there or everywhere, you know podcasts are obviously a great platform to be able to get, you know, taking information to to acquire more knowledge and ultimately I put together the the new grad physio podcast to specifically help you know, new grads like yourself overcome the challenges you're currently facing. In today's episode, I want to talk about uh, a sort of real sort of problem that sort of new grads have, and even even experienced therapists often have, is when to know to give your sort of patient the green light if it it was for higher level activities. So when we're talking about activities like running, like the gym, or even a return to sport, when our patients are asking us those questions about when are they ready to return, when should they be back doing these sort of things, it can be a really difficult sort of decision for us to sort of often make. And particularly as a new grad, when you've not had that experience of, you know, taking large numbers of patients or athletes through sort of a full treatment plan, when you've not got that experience almost to, to revert back to, to know when a, when you see an injury in session one, you can say, you know, in, a, in my experience, I've you know, had similar injuries before, and, the, and these have taken, you know, four, six, 10 sessions, or four, six, 10 weeks. It can be quite difficult, and particularly for a new grad, and, and I'm sure you can relate to this. When you've been in clinic, you're behind that sort of clinic door or that curtain, and a patient has directly asked you, you know, during that session, you know, when am I going to be back running? When am I going to be back able to, to get in the gym and do this exercise, that exercise? You know, how long, how many sessions am I going to need to, before I want to be back, you know, on the field, playing football, rugby, hockey, on the court, playing basketball or, or whatever sport or activity, they sort of want to get back to. And these are really tough questions to sort of answer. And When you're there in clinic, you know, we all got into this game to, to help people out. And you want to be, Optimistic, you know, you want to give them almost an answer that they want to hear, but sometimes that's tough. And you want to give them a response to their question. You don't want to, you know, completely dodge it. Even sometimes at that current time, you're you're unsure what their you know prognosis may be. But you're also conscious that you want to give uh, a realistic time frame and a realistic prognosis. It's all well and good telling a the patient they're going to be fixed in four sessions, but then what happens when you're at session three? And they're still not you know where they need to be and you know they need you know two three four more sessions to actually probably get them fixed up and back doing the activity or hobby or occupation that they you know they want to do and that then leaves you in a really difficult position you now you told that patient it was four sessions and now it's going to be eight sessions and then keeping them on track with your treatment plan keeping them on board doing their you know rehab exercises can then be really really difficult and For some therapists, you know, by that point, you've completely lost your patient already, and actually, then trying to get them back on side is is almost an impossible task, and that's when we see patients drop off. They'll go and see another therapist. You know, they'll book book booking another clinic somewhere else, and that's. Ultimately, what we don't want as therapists, we want to be able to, to help patients in the best way we can. And we also want to be that therapist that takes a patient from A to B, you know, right from the start in their injured state in session one and all the way through to, to discharge and back to, you know, sport, the gym, running, whatever activity it sort of may be that they've obviously come to see you about in the, in the sort of first place. So when we get these sort of questions about, you know, how long the prognosis, how many sessions, when they're going to be back doing these sorts of things. They are tough to answer in theory, but by actually having a step-by-step rehab plan allows you to actually answer all these questions actually in the, the knowledge and with, with sort of conviction and confidence in what you're actually telling them. So, so rather than guessing and throwing numbers like you know six sessions, ten sessions, twelve sessions, whatever it may be, at an injury, in session one, if you've got a clear understanding of what your step-by-step rehab plan looks like, you can explain this to a patient during that first very first session. So you know, the, how I teach the therapist that I work in my clinic is exactly the same way as I teach in the Neurophysio membership. And what I'm really conscious of is that first session and almost the purpose of that initial assessment it is to find out what the patient problems are and put together a plan and that's it. If we don't get time to do treatment if we don't have time to prescribe rehab then that doesn't matter the the primary purpose of your initial assessment is to identify the patient's problems and then to put together a plan that they understand and that you understand and if you've not actually got a step-by-step rehab plan that actually makes that very difficult so when a patient is asking you and it's usually during session one where they're going to ask you all those difficult questions we spoke about at the start of the podcast. If you were to actually know how you're actually going to progress, progress a patient, you know, from one stage to the next, you know, from restoring their range of movement to restoring strength or or whatever that process may be, then you know how how are you going to you know get that across to your patient? How are they actually going to walk away from session one, you know, knowing what that process is? And then is it any wonder when you get sort of part way through that process, then when patients are maybe not progressing as they think they should be which actually might be at the at the, at the the right rate they might actually be progressing at a quite a decent decent rate and actually recovering quite well but their perception of how they're recovering might be different from you know from how they think they should be sort of sort of recovering if you've not explained that right at the start of the process if you've not explained the steps that they need to go through to get them back to, to running to sport to whatever activity it may be then Nine times out of 10, you will have problems at some point during that treatment plan. But you're only able to do that if you do have that step-by-step plan and it enables you to answer all those difficult questions without being super specific that you're going to be back on, you know, Tuesday, the 24th of April, 2020, or whatever it may be. You can explain it in a way that these are the six steps, you know, you need to go through. This is what we're going to focus on in session one. This is going to look like in session maybe two and three. Step three is going to be session four and so on and so on. So you can give them an indication of the, the steps they need to go through, the milestones you'll hit during that process and how all those steps link together to actually get them from their injured state and back up to, to a full recovery and, and discharge. And that sounds like a lot of information, but that, that's literally a conversation that maybe take 20 to 30 seconds uh, once you sort of, when you're you know confident and clear what that sort of rehab plan is. And you know the reason it's so so important. It gives you the confidence of the therapist to know every step that a patient must complete. So when we are talking about steps in rehab, when we're talking about allowing a patient to return to, to to running, you know, you need to be really confident that when you give a patient a green light to go to go back to something like running, those high level activities, that they have completed everything that you want to complete before that. And that's going to give you the confidence if you have that step-by-step rehab plan about knowing when to give that patient a green light or not. There might be times where, for whatever reason, the patient may need a little bit more time to work on you know, X, Y, and Z before they go back to running. It might be that they're progressing really well and actually they're ahead of schedule in their rehab plan. And you can then give that patient that you know, thumbs up to get out on the, on the road or the track or the field or whatever it is to, to start that running, for example.
0: Hope you are enjoying today's episode so far. Just wanted to take a break and make sure you haven't missed out on andy's latest free resource five steps to fast track your new grad physio career it will show you five simple steps you need to accelerate your learning and career as a new grad physio it is packed full of clinical and non-clinical advice including the missing career skill university didn't teach you that is stopping you getting better job roles more opportunities and better pay as a new grad physio It's Andy's most downloaded resource and you can get it completely free just by visiting newgradphysio.com. So make sure you check it out. Now, let's get back to the podcast.
1: It will also help you explain and give you that sort of conviction that you, you know, the exact steps a patient actually has to take. So from session one to two to three to four, and you can be really clear about the almost the content of each of those sessions. And this is regardless of the injury a patient has, it doesn't matter if they have an ankle injury, a low back injury, a neck injury, shoulder injury, the steps that you will take are, are relatively similar. And having that sort of overriding step-by-step guide and that sort of framework to, to, to obviously guide you through that process is, is what you're explaining. You're not explaining specific exercises or treatment techniques, because obviously that is gonna differ with each individual patient that you see. But the general framework and the step-by-step guide and rehab, you know, steps you're gonna go through are gonna be the same with any injury, with any patient or athlete that you see. What this also gives you this step-by-step guide, is also gives you a sort of a reference point to, to refer back to during the treatment plan. So when you're getting you're know, maybe midway through that sort of treatment process, you can actually use your step-by-step you know, rehab planner if you like. To refer back to so you can actually show your patients the actual progress they've actually made so far. So sometimes patients will forget, you know, how far they've come. You know, you've seen them a few sessions uh, and maybe feel like they're they're not improving at f- for whatever reason at the rate really of the one. But then if you go back to explain what they were like in session one and you show them the the sort of step-by-step guide that you're that you're using and your patient is sort of halfway through at that particular point, as an example, you can be really clear and show them, you know, the actual progress they've already made up to this point. And this helps them to to acknowledge the progress they've made, helps keep them on track, helps them keep them them motivated, and ultimately keeps them adhering to your treatment plan, which we know if patients don't adhere to what we're telling them to do, it makes our job in getting a, a full resolution of symptoms and getting them back to those occupation, hobbies, sports, activities, whatever they may may be, you know, much, much more difficult. And over overall, you know, having this step-by-step guide, it'll help you with those difficult questions you're having in a clinic, like those we referred to at the top of the the top of the sort of podcast really. So patients will only have confidence in in you as a therapist, you know, and your sort of treatment plan really. If you're able to explain how you're actually going to fix them. So it's all well and good you having all these ideas in your head about you know, treatment techniques and rehab and what you're going to do in session two, three, four with the patient. But if you're not able to explain that and get that across to your patients in a way that they actually understand, then they don't know that. They don't won't understand, you know, how you're actually going to fix them and take them through that sort of treatment journey and, and take them on that step-by-step sort of a uh, rehab plan. And, you know, for For me, this has been so evident in this last sort of week or so. So as I record this sort of podcast, we're in the in the sort of UK. We're probably at the start of the sort of this the 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 COVID nineteen outbreak or the coronavirus outbreak, and it's there's a couple of examples I'm going to talk through now I've really put this sort of um, rehab plan to to the test. Really, so I was actually on a coaching call. Earlier this week with one of the members of my Neurophysio membership is a therapist is a physio who works in professional football and as of March 2020 as I record this podcast you know football's currently suspended so there's no form of football allowed at any level of the game so that's a professional game community game uh, internationally and, and everything else so he's got a problem so he works in a, in a, in a top level you know um Football club in the country, one of the biggest names in, in English football. And he works, you know, with with their, their players there, obviously, but in, in the current circumstances, he's not able to see any of the players in person. So he can't review them, he can't treat them, he can't rehab them in person as he would do normally during his normal sort of working, working week. So there's players who are injured who obviously require Continue management, they require continued rehab and provision and guidance about what they're doing. So they obviously can continue their sort of path to a full resolution of symptoms and be able to get them back out on the the training pitch and obviously back playing games once the the season does sort of recommence. And whilst this is far from ideal, you know, he's actually doing a really good job in progressing the players that he's actually working with. And the, the sole reason for this is that. He, as a therapist, is really clear about what that rehab sort of step-by-step plan looks like for him. So he knows that whilst he's, he's only able to treat these players from a distance, he's not able to see them you know, one-to-one in clinic, he's actually able to keep them in great health. He's able to, you know, keep their rehab progressing. He knows what the next step of rehab is, and ultimately he knows that bigger picture. So he's able to progress, you know, the, the players he's working with in terms of their rehab. By giving them new exercises they could complete, giving them new drills they could complete, even given the constraints of maybe not being able to access gym um, and obviously large field spaces, he's able because he's really clear about what that step by step sort of rehab plan looks like. That he's still able to make be making great progress over the last sort of week or so with the the players that he's currently working with. Which you know, on the face of it, given the constraints, is absolutely fantastic and. For myself, you know, I I own and operate a, a private clinic in uh, in Leeds, and we have over the last couple of days transitioned, you know, some of our uh, private practice consultations online. So we're still at the moment, as I recall this podcast, the clinic's still open. We're screening all our patients before they, you know, turn up to clinic and we also screen the patients upon arrival at clinic and any inappropriate patients in terms of potential symptoms for COVID nineteen are sort of sent away, or we've rearranged or rebooked appointments if they're self isolating, et cetera, et cetera. But we transition to some of our consultations online and whilst you know hands on treatments are are important and they're a part of what we do as therapists They're not the be all and end all. So, you know, we can make great progress as the therapist I've spoke about is, has been doing with the, the professional footballers that he works with. We can still make great progress with patients, you know, without actually seeing them face to face and also by using our assessment techniques, Uh, and also our sort of rehab provision which we can do via a sort of virtual appointment if you like Uh, and I've actually had a couple of really great uh, virtual appointments actually just this morning before recording this sort of podcast with patients that I previously seen face-to-face sort of in clinic. so this was a patient with long-standing low back pain and also a patient who's struggling with an Achilles problem that's been going on for for a little while now Uh, and in both sessions Using some objective markers to test their problems, and then going through some interventions, i.e., their rehab, we're actually able to dampen down their symptoms, you know, massively, and actually also progress their rehab. So they've actually got now uh, the next stage, if you like, of of their uh, rehab plan. They're moving towards, you know, their their desired outcome and the end goal of getting them back into the activities that, that they want to do. And this is all, despite not being the same room as them, by talking to them via a, a video call and being able to actually assess them, being able to actually intervene, give them rehab and be able to progress. And you know, it brings up a, an interesting point because the, the only way we I had success with these patients in this, you know, this morning, the only reason that the therapist that i spoke about before who is working professional football was a, is able to has able, has been able to have you know a great effect and been able to progress these these players in the way that he has is because it's all about knowing exactly what that sort of rehab plan looks like from, from the very start to the very finish knowing the exact steps that each and every patient or athlete must go through for us to be able to for them to you know attain Full resolution of symptoms, completely abolish pain, and actually return them to their desired outcome. This rehab plan uh, and the rehab plan, the physio I mentioned, who's working professional football at the moment, is the very same step by step guide I teach both in my Neurophysio membership and also on my Neurophysio courses. So I have a six step rehab planner which will show you and the, the guys who are in the, the membership or being on the courses will, will sort of vouch for, vouch for this. It'll show you how to take any injury through a full treatment plan. So from the very start to the very finish, it'll give you that confidence to know when your patient is ready to progress their rehab to the, the next step. So when you get those questions like, when am I ready to run? When am I ready to do this? When am I ready to do that? You'll know exactly the steps your patient will need to complete before they're able to do that. And that is a conversation you can have with your patients it is an answer to those difficult questions that you are no doubt getting in your, you know, day-to-day practice as a physiotherapist, sports therapist, or sports rehabber. And regardless of whether that's in the NHS, private practice, or even in professional sport, the questions are the same. Patients and athletes come to see us because they are broken, they want to get fixed, and ultimately they want to get back to doing something, whether that's high-level sport, whether that's running, whether that's going to the gym, whether that's you know playing in the garden with their family, brothers, sisters, whatever whatever it may be, it doesn't really matter. The, the task, if you like, or the outcome's irrelevant. They all want to get back to doing something, and unless you've got clarity about what that step-by-step system is, what your step-by-step rehab plan is, then you're always going to struggle to answer those difficult questions in sort of clinic. So like I said, I only teach this content within either the membership or on one of my your um, physio courses so if you want to know a little bit more about this you know six step rehab planner by all means reach out to me and ask any questions the easiest way to do that is via email so andy at neurophysio.com. if you want to read a bit more about the membership or also the neurophysio courses the best place to do that is up on the website so www.neurophysio.com. it's forward slash membership for the membership and forward slash courses for the, the courses so hopefully that's made um, some sense and given you some some guidance about you know how you might actually actually answer those difficult questions that you you are no doubt getting in clinic you know day in and day out with the patients uh, and athletes potentially that you're seeing and whilst these questions can be difficult if you have Um, some understanding and confidence in a a sort of plan in a sort of rehab planner if you like that's going to help you guide you from start to finish with any patient any athlete with any injury it makes answering and guiding your patients so so much easier and when you actually see it it's super simple but then by, by applying it it makes just your life as a therapist you know so so much easier So like I say, any questions, please let me know. Check out newgradphysio.com for further information. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you've got up to, and I will speak to you all again very soon.
0: Thanks for listening to Andy Barker's New Grad Physio podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, you will love his website, newgradphysio.com, which is packed full of free content to help you, a new grad physio, sports therapist, or sports rehabilitator, overcome the specific challenges you face day to day in your clinical practice, working in the NHS, private practice and sport. Here you can get links to all his other podcast episodes, read all his blogs, find out about his book and his upcoming courses and the new grad physio membership. You can also download Andy's latest free resource, Five Steps to Fast Track Your New Grad Physio Career. It is packed full of clinical and non-clinical advice, including the missing career skill university didn't teach you that is stopping you getting better job roles more opportunities and better pay as a new grad physio get access to all this by visiting www.newgradphysio.com the new grad physio was built to help as many new grads as possible so if you have enjoyed the podcast please leave a review and even better tell someone else about it Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you have planned, and here's to the start of your own successful new grad journey.